Hi, Star Wars friends. I'm Ryan Walker, and this is episode 28 of Jump to Lightspeed. First of all, if you haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker yet and wish to remain spoiler-free, this is probably not the podcast episode that you're looking for. In fact, I'd say most of this week's episodes you may want to set aside until you have seen the movie. Because all of this week, I will be sharing my spoilerific thoughts on The Rise of Skywalker, specifically on the four big story points from the film. I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm giving you one last chance to get out. Okay, let's punch it. So, right from the start in The Rise of Skywalker, from, from the very opening lines of The Crawl, even, we get our first big story point, and that is, of course, that Palpatine's back, baby. And, and obviously, that came as a surprise to nobody who saw any of the trailers, as Palpatine's voice was all over them. But I think what shocked people the most, at least what shocked me the most, wasn't that he was back, but that he'd been back for, evidently, the entire duration of the sequel trilogy. And in fact, since moments after the events of Return of the Jedi. And that it kind of came out of nowhere. Now, J.J. Abrams and other folks at Disney and Lucasfilm have stated many times over the past few months that the plan was always to have Palpatine return for the final chapter. And if you go back to the previous movies, you can see some of the seeds planted. I mean, way back in 2014 in The Force Awakens, while Rey is fighting Kylo with the lightsaber, some of her fighting moves, like her seemingly haphazard thrusts with, with the saber, uh, definitely call to mind some moves we saw Darth Sidious employ in his epic duel with Yoda in Episode 3. So, clearly there was always some kind of plan to connect Rey with Palpatine. And if you close your eyes and, and focus on just the soundtrack, almost any time that Snoke is speaking in the previous two films, you can hear some hints of the opera music calling back to the legendary Have You Ever Heard the Story of Darth Plagueis the Wise speech in Episode 3. But nothing in either of these movies really prepared me for the fact that we would see Palpatine within the first five minutes of the movie and, and learn that he's been behind everything that Kylo has experienced since leaving Luke's temple. Now, I think when I first heard that Palpatine would be back. My assumption was that we would get hints for a while throughout the story and then not actually see him until maybe halfway through the movie when, when our heroes would learn, finally, that he was back, that he was behind, behind it all. The marketing team for the movie even went way out of its way to never show Sheev. And it was a mystery. What, what was he going to look like? Was, was he going to be burnt to a crisp? Was he going to be a CGI de-aged Ian McKellen? Was he going to be Matt Smith? I mean, that's something that I think they could have gotten a little more mileage out of and maybe gotten a bigger reaction from his first appearance on screen. And if they if they would have held back a bit, I, I, I think that the movie could have avoided what I found to be its biggest problem. And, and that is that it felt so disconnected from the previous two episodes, that for much of the first 45 minutes, I was trying just to get my bearings. I mean, in the first few seconds of The Crawl alone, we learn that he's back, 
that he's he's been back for a while and and that evidently he's now an amateur radio DJ or or a podcaster and he's broadcasting an announcement that he's back across the entire galaxy and and also for some reason in, in whatever dimension Fortnite occurs in and even all of that I would be able to accept if there was just one line anywhere in the movie to let us know how he got from blown up Death Star near Endor to Sith Temple on Exegol. Not not a long-winded explanation, just something, some little nugget of dialogue to point us in the right direction. Because, I mean, we're, we're at the end of a story that's been being told over the course of my entire life. There are plenty of unanswered questions from the past eight films to explore. And by bringing Palpatine back from Explosionville without even a passing word... It's, it's creating yet another unanswered question where there wasn't one before. And that's something that, in my opinion, is fine for a sixth movie, or a seventh movie, or an eighth movie. But it's definitely not what I was expecting to find in the ninth and final movie of, of this story. Now, I don't want to come off as super negative. I thought Ian McDermott did an amazing job as Palpatine. He was probably my favorite character in this movie. All that I'm saying is that the execution of his return, um, in my opinion, and my opinion only, left a little something to be desired. So, Palpatine's back. What did you think of it? Did, did you love his return? Did you hate it? I would definitely love to hear what you thought about how they brought Palpatine back. Or even your theories as to how he did come back. You can send me an email at jumptolightspeedpod at gmail.com. You can find me on the Twitters at jump2lightspeed with the number two. And if you'd like to hear more of my The Rise of Skywalker thoughts over the course of this week, please find the subscribe button in your podcatcher and press it. Like now. Or, or, or now. In tomorrow's episode, I'll be talking about my thoughts about Ray being a Palpatine. I already touched on them a little bit here. I'm going to go a little more in detail tomorrow. So thanks for listening, have a great day, and may the Force be with you.